is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. The Meat Improv! Hello and welcome to The Meat Improv with me, Josh Simpson. And me, Jake Jabor. The Meat Improv is, of course, the improv podcast where we bring on comedians from all over the world, mostly Los Angeles, <laughs> to tell meaty stories from their lives, and then we do improv off of those stories. Today, we have two special guests. You might know them as teammates <laughs> on Hip Hop Penguin, uh, Jacob Omak and Renee Goubet. Hi, my guys. <laughs> it's great to be here. It's oh, my cool. honor. Oh, thank you. Thank <laughs> you for being with my here. teammate and my friends. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the mics aren't even on. Let's just do this. Uh, um, Awesome. Welcome to the show. Um, uh, So, yeah, we'll start by just talking about anything. We can talk about a number of things. Uh, Today's Obama's last day in office. That's right. The Mm -hmm. listening audience will be a few days, uh, a week or so, into the the Trump presidency. Oh, boy. Mm -hmm. Um, But... Uh, we're we're not quite there yet. <laughs> Tomorrow's the big show with <laughs> Big and Rich. And yeah. I went to uh, in '96. I went to uh, it was my, kind of my first political event. I went to uh, Bill Clinton had his like campaign win celebration. I think it was that. Oh, in Arkansas, uh, in Little Rock. Yeah. Oh, whoa. oh wow. And uh, I went to that, and that's I think it kind of clicked for me at that time. I was so young too. I just was like politics is the most hopeful thing like this is right. like because my mom and dad they were like everyone was so happy and just like yeah yeah things are gonna be greater yeah. um and he was like a big underdog win too so it was well, that year he was it was re-election oh it was re-election. Yeah, okay. okay um so everyone was like yeah let's keep doing this uh yeah and it's funny looking back and like how i've <laughs> evolved and <laughs> seen it a little differently <laughs> at times yeah um but just yeah, you like just learning from the experience of things was is so interesting to me right now. Kind of reflecting on that, like yeah. from the experience of well, just like as the, at that one, it, everything was so hopeful. But as I've like because since then too, I've, I've felt like I've to a lot of extent paid attention to each at least every four years. As I've gotten older, also I'm paying attention to every two cycles. But like as you, I've gone through more elections, it's just like the emotional swing of it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, has in ways numb me and also been like, as I'm looking back right now, I've been like, damn, that kid was hopeful back then. And now I'm just <laughs> <Right>. like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like wear and tear in a way. Yeah. Right? yeah. I've had, I forget which one of my friends told me this, but somebody told me that their parents were like, yeah, by the time you're age, you'll be Republicans too. <laughs> it's like, I hope that's not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, because yeah. like, definitely some of the people, like the flower power hippie people, like, have come around um, in one way or another to like being uh, conservative or more conservative you might say I don't know if it just is you get money Yeah, to, like, well, to that able, totally uh, changes. To afford to be a conservative? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <think> so, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, right now I got no money. So, a weird exclusive club, huh? <laughs> um, but a lot of things, <laughs> I feel like, money. a lot of things will weather you. Like, like, just thinking of like myself and that, like, kind of changing and stuff too. I mean, a, rela- a lot of relationships will do that to you. Right. You know, mm-hmm. you just like your perspective of it all just evolves by the experience and kind of where you're at each time. I I uh, went. Uh, I did a lot of traveling uh, in the holidays and hung out with like people that I wouldn't normally hang out with, uh-huh. old people. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I gathered from that experience is like the idea that like when you are older, you tend to long for uh, yesteryear 
mm-hmm. and you romanticize a time that was better. And I, th- and I think that comes from like disengaging with like what's happening now. Like when you are disengaging with what's happening now, it becomes really easy to be cynical about like, oh, nothing ever changes. Everything's the same. Po- politics are always going to be the same. And then like, uh, and then what you're left with is like your memories of like a time when shit was cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So like for me, like my takeaway from the holidays was like, man, <laughs> just like stay on the internet and like find out what's going on on Twitter <laughs> and like always be in the conversation because like. <laughs> Maybe you'll find something yeah. good. You know what I mean? Otherwise, you know. and be in the streets too. Let's, get let's, in let's those be, streets. Let's get in the streets. <laughs> get that pulse on like our local environment. <laughs> it's true, dude. Like spend a yeah. night on a sidewalk. <laughs> I was gonna say like uh, my conservative family definitely has internet. <laughs> it's just right. stuff I've never seen. <laughs> right. <laughs> that was a that was a fucking uh, wake, awakening after the uh, when Trump won. I like went onto Twitter and just like dived into conservative Twitter for a second, uh-huh. and uh, like for one, like seeing all the memes that they're that they have on on their end of the thing was like the first time I'd ever seen, it. and I was like, wow, that's hysterical. Um, <laughs> like one of the things that I like one of the things one of the images that I saw a ton of was uh, Trump like on a tank, like a giant like chromed out tank, like almost <laughs> like a fucking. Like masterpiece. Yeah, like I was just no this, limit. Yeah, it was like a no limit type of tank, <laughs> oh, no. and it was like presented without irony. You know what I mean? Like as if like it was a dope image. And this makes I, us all powerful. Yeah, <laughs> and, I, and and for me, I was like, oh my god, that is the thing. That is the single thing that is going to separate me from this other side of America. Because yeah. like they look at that image and they're like tight. You know, and I look at that image and I'm like, it's all over. Like, it's so terrible looking and awful. But like, you know what I mean? Like, they're looking at it like it's the fucking Mm -hmm. Jordan 11, you know, (laughs) you know what I mean? That is weird. Like, that's the thing I can't quite marry in my mind is like how the people I know that are Trump supporters are like, despite like how Obama carried himself for eight years, like they must be watching. They're just watching a whole nother brand of news where they're like. Yeah. Or they have an idea of him where they're like, well, he's so slick or something. He like, he he manages on the outside. But what he's up to with that Obamacare stuff mm-hmm. is like, like th- think he has ulterior motives. But to me, like the, like that image you described is like, I'm trying to think of like what the equivalent to Obama would be. You know what I mean? Like, like the one that I get would get excited about. But even uh, like the Shepherd Fairy thing, that's not a meme. Like, like his campaign like poster. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's going to be that. Like tomorrow, did you see the three images that they're going to release tomorrow? No, no. they're releasing that, <laughs> or that have been released for that, a weekend. That, that, uh, that's the same artist that created the Hope poster yeah, from yeah. two thousand. Yeah, yeah. Right. So they're re- releasing three images, and one of the images is uh, a Muslim woman in like you know the what's that called? Uh, hajib. Yeah. Is that what it is? And it's know. like Sorry a, it's like a red, white, and blue like stars and stripes. You know, oh, you know, okay. And like, oh, I'm like, oh god, that. like yeah. that is Ooh. such a powerful statement. But like, you know, two opposing sides are going to look at that same exact piece of art and go, oh, that's so beautiful. And then the other side is going to go, god damn it, they're ruining all our shit. You know? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I still think we just got to get in the streets more and talk to everyone. We got to get in those streets. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I've I'm tired. Of, I'm tired, man. It's tiring. It's like, fucking exhausting. Like, yeah. Even on yeah. Facebook, I lost friends over the election, like from back home. Yeah. And part of me is like, well, that's not the way I should have civil discourse. That never did anything. Yeah. It never did anything. And also, yeah. kind of fuck those friends. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't need to, like, I don't know. Like, 
I don't need to have an ongoing debate with the. I already, I've said this so many times on this podcast, but I don't need to have an ongoing debate <laughs> with the kid that hurt himself in my woodshop class. Uh, you know, what yeah. I mean? like who I don't never liked. I don't, but he just sort of I, yeah stayed up in my shit on Facebook. I mean, it's it, the battle isn't going to be won in a Facebook thread. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. But like it is, I do believe it is going to be won like in uh, intimate relationships when like. Yeah. You know, yeah. Maybe that's not the a, guy to like yeah. engage with. It's someone a little closer to you that like can find a common ground. Yeah. There's yeah. a documentary coming out called like Accidental uh gosh, I forget the last part of it, but it's like an older guy and uh he's black and he like sits down with people of the KKK and like in his mm, house yeah. he's got like a collection of like uh, hoods that like KKK members have turned over to him because uh, huh. huh. he just like sits with them and has these conversations yeah. uh, and it's this documentary about one guy who's just like oh my god he's swayed a lot of KKK people yeah, to yeah. stop being in the KKK yeah He's like doing By, the very hard. That's work. amazing. Yeah, yeah. and these inter- the, the documentary right. is a collection of the interviews. Uh, yeah, His journey doing him. that. Yeah, it's called. I haven't. I haven't seen it. Uh, Accidental courtesy. That's a fuck uh, this podcast. <laughs> that should be the podcast. <laughs> I mean, what's that dude Easy. doing? Getting in the streets and talking to the people Having that one have different on opinions and, and being like. But also representing the side that they're afraid of, right. and so like that's the personal like engagement of like. Oh, this is the person that's different than you. See that they're a person too. Yeah, yeah. and I'm sure he has to hear and go through oh, just God. awful shit. Yeah. But it's yeah. like, I mean, I think that's why he stands. Set, like they're like make a movie because this shit does not happen all the time. Like, yeah. There are not a ton of people mm-hmm. who can do that on the regular and just go like, I hear what you're saying, right? <laughs> like, and try and get to the root of it and like make oh. some change. I think that's that's amazing. Yeah, I. That's yeah. That's deep. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. deep seated yeah. stuff you're changing. I had a guy. I went to a Clippers game the other night, and there was a guy. <laughs> like they did a bit in the halftime show where they were like, "We're gonna hold up a sign if it applies to you. If cheer." And I'm uh. like, "Men." And we're like, "Yay!" Women. Yay! Kids. Yay! And one of them was vegans, and the guy next to us went. <gasps> <laughs> that's an affront to me <laughs> but i was like i was like what is i don't what think i can do it wrong to them really yeah. they're not touching the meat yeah, <laughs> it's just more for you <laughs> yeah I mean, that was a plug <laughs> i just thought that was like like even on that we can't we have to boo it anyway yeah this is the we meat. can't share tapas together fuck you <laughs> i loved it i went to a clippers golden state game um like a month or so ago oh, and there nice. were uh, it was really nice um my friend luca jones plug plug thank you for uh, taking me um, oh, luca jones nice, yeah he's nice a good guy uh, but there were a ton of Lakers fans there cheering for Golden State, hating yeah. on the Clippers. <laughs> yeah, and I, lo- I mean that's so hilarious that at every Clippers game I've ever been to, there is that contingent yeah. of Lakers fans. Just like, <laughs> L- L- nope. Luca has this had this great tweet along a while back. He was like, "If you're a Laker fan and you're rooting against the Clippers, you're like a millionaire." Who is rooting against a homeless person <laughs> winning the lottery? <laughs> and like, it's a hundred percent true. Like, you're just basked in like trophies, you know? yeah. And you're like, just let them deserve it. Don't have deserve a playoff it. run. You know? <laughs> let them have a little bit of joy. Hey, prof. Hey, Tom. Uh, yep. Good to see you at the ten year reunion. Oh yeah, good to see you. Yeah, high school, huh? It was yeah. a 
Seems like forever ago, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> Tell me about it. And 20 pounds lighter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You are. You are. <laughs> I guess you've been doing great for yourself. It's good to see oh, it. yeah. I've lost a lot of weight. <laughs> Didn't know if you noticed. <clears throat> yeah. You know, I want to say, like, when you, when you cut yourself in that woodworking class, it, I really haven't been able to get over that. Oh. Oh. Oh, yeah. I guess I did cut myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of forgot about that. Uh, you haven't been able to get over it? You know, I get pissed about that every <laughs> single day of my life. What? <laughs> remember we were making bird birdhouses that day? Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Now, I, yeah, I've, I haven't thought about that since uh, the, the accident. It well, pissed you off? It pissed me off real bad because, you know, we had to put all our birdhouses up in the, at the school and you didn't have one, so... There were some birds that didn't have a place to live. <laughs> Are you mad at me that some birds were didn't have a house, a place to live in? Well, that's where that's only where it began. A couple of birds birds didn't have a place to live, and slowly, none of the birds had a place to live. What? No, I almost we, lost the tip of my finger. I think the birds were fine. Yeah, and woodshop class stopped after that day. We never built bird houses again. Yeah, the bir- I think it's mostly just a way to build a tiny house and learn about dimensions and measurement. I don't think we're actually <laughs> building houses for birds. Let me see your hand. Let me see your hand. This is the ah, hand you hurt, right? This yes. is the hand. Ah, there's not even a scar. Oh, I healed well. And uh, did you even hurt yourself? Yes, I hurt. Do you hate birds? I don't. Do I hate birds? No, I don't hate birds. I got into an accident. I don't like what you're implying. You think I'm responsible <laughs> for? Homeless birds, which I don't think is a thing. A few birds fly out of, out of the first guy's backpack. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, oh, what? <laughs> Sorry, that was my wife and my son. <laughs> yeah. What you, I've been dating a bird since high school. <laughs> One of them is your son? <laughs> yeah. He's got little tiny legs of a human and the normal bird body. Oh my god. I didn't, I didn't mean to imply anything. I, believe me, that accident was not intended to put your... Uh, to put birds out on the street. I'm sorry if I caused you any offense. It's caused me a lot of offense and a lot of trouble. Uh, I'm I'm sorry. Have you ever dated a bird? Have I ever dated a bird? Have you ever dated a bird? <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't dated a bird. I. You have no idea what my life is like. Uh, we cut to a restaurant with this guy at a on a date with his bird, uh, and. Uh, <laughs> What can I? What can I get you to? Anything uh, to drink? Wife will have a tiny salad. <laughs> okay, sure. And I notice you have a. Um, we love this French restaurant, by the way. I notice you have escargot. Do you have it? We. Oui. Oui, thank you. <laughs> I told you, honey. They do it here every time. It's beautiful. That's one of our favorite uh, favorite greetings. <laughs> uh, she was. I don't know if you uh, what, bird. what did she say? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you understand bird, but I she do was, not speak bear. <laughs> We went to Paris. Well, we met in Paris. She flew and I flew, too, separately. Uh, so lovely um, story. <laughs> we had one of the best times, but we were just laughing about uh, one of the restaurants we went there. Ah, very good. So one tiny salad for your girlfriend? A wife. Wife? wife? Look, at the, look at the... Oh, there it is. A little <laughs> giant ring around her neck. That must weigh her down. Uh, well, we take it off when she flies, but when, ah, we're, when we're together, we put it back on. Very good. We cut to this uh, school. Um, so, yeah, um, your son, I guess you want me to call him Jeremy. Um, Please, that's his name. Uh, he is struggling in school. Um, he's got the, I can't help but think it's because he has the legs, tiny legs of a human, and the brain, um, and body of a bird. Um, he hasn't even indicated 
he's paying attention in a math class. Um, I haven't seen him read in English class. He's demonstrated no um, cognitive functionality and being able to grasp the concepts we're teaching here in yeah, third grade. I, I get it, and we all know he has a future in hurdling, but he's got to hit the books harder. I'm gonna be the, I'll be the first one to admit that. <laughs> you think he has a future in hurdling? <laughs> well, I mean, both his mother, Charlotte, and I, both we both agree on that, actually. Oh, yes, because of the tiny human legs. And, and, and I mean... Let's be honest, Jeremy can fly a little bit, too. Yeah. <laughs> we cut to a woodshop class. Hey, Jeremy, what are we building these houses for you, huh? You don't have any money at home, huh? We got a, you got the school to build you a bunch of houses? You poor bird. <laughs> oh. Okay, well, uh, <laughs> hey, how did you know? Uh, yeah, hey, Timmy, <laughs> what? Why are you bullying Jeremy, you loser? What? Picking on a bird, you... Dipstick. We're building him a house. We have to build him a house with a poor bird. What are, You're unbelievable. What are you friends with this bird? Yeah. Okay. I'm sticking up for the. I'm sticking up for Jeremy. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Whoa, this is a lot, a lot of birds in this class. <laughs> okay. Yeah, right. You might want to be careful. A hundred birds surround the bully. <laughs> oh, oh, hey, oh, take it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Pooping and pecking on me. <laughs> we cut to this guy's house where thousands of birds now live. <laughs> They're like pecking at a PlayStation controller. <laughs> uh, there's a line of birds outside of the shower waiting to use it. <laughs> oh, God. There, there's like Did you a, hurry up in there? American Eagle in a bikini on the wall. <laughs> Don't, don't approve of that. <laughs> he walks into his bedroom and sees a couple of birds with his ex-girlfriend. <laughs> oh, uh, Carolyn! What? What, <laughs> what are you? Who are what? these? Oh, what? I finally found some men, some men that'll pay attention to me. I would have done what? I would have done three-way stuff. Uh, Darren and I would have been into that. Ew! What? These birds are gentle and nice and considerate. We cut to this guy and Darren. <laughs> Wait, you want me to what? With a bird? Wait. What's you going being on? a bird? Come on, I gotta show Carolyn that I'm not, like that I'm open minded and progressive. Jesus, man. I told you I'd do anything you want because we we were blood brothers back in the nineties, but this is pushing it hard. <laughs> we cut to them out in a park with a net. <laughs> Come on, we just want to make love. <laughs> come, come you can't get anywhere close to the trees. <coughs> oh, man. Uh, sorry, I thought this would be easier to get a bird. I mean, we're a couple of good-looking guys. <laughs> uh, all right, well, let's get into the meat part of the show. Yeah. Um... Renee, you want to start us off? Yeah, sure. Um, with your story or thought or whatever we got coming here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. please uh, uh, ask me questions. Great, sure. But, um, I, I, um, so um, I have a baby. I have a daughter coming in March. Congratulations. Thank you. Yes, congrats, my and, um, So they always, like, you know that, that thing where, like, they say that, like, when you have a child, you start, like, thinking about... Um, like how you were parented, how your parents parented you, and like uh-huh. you start having like a new appreciation for that and like a new empathy for that. Um, that that recently happened to me before my child even got here. 
Um, so, um, uh, I am an, like an introvert. I'm like, I would say like I'm an, a recovering introvert. And I think like, uh, I think that would probably surprise people, but like I've generally have like a social anxiety and like, I actually didn't learn how to like make friends with strangers until I started doing improv. Really? Uh, yeah. 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 Like I'm very much like, um, like, uh, if, if, if like the water isn't warm, I'm like not getting in the pool. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, like I'll give you an example. Like if like I have many times I've like met somebody in a social situation and like seen them across from me at like a party or like a restaurant or something like that. And like had like a mini anxiety attack of like, am I going to go talk to that person? Do, do I invade their space uh, and yeah. interrupt their thing? Will I be rude or what, should I leave them alone? And like, and then ultimately decide like not to have that conversation because of my weird introvertness. Um, and like, I recognize that like from their vantage point, like they're staring at somebody making eye contact with them from across the restaurant. And that person is continually not like talking to them. Will you give them a little like nod of the no, head? Or a little no, what it looks juice? like is like eye contact, avert eyes. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it, multiple times. It's like multiple times because yeah. I'm constant, like I'm reliving that panic mm-hmm, attack. Mm-hmm, yeah. Like, and I reckon I've always like recognized that as like a like character deficit. Like I wish I were like cooler. You know what I mean? Um, but um, You're cool, bro. Thanks, bro. Thanks. I'm, I feel like I'm getting better, but like this is, you know, this is like my daily struggle to be a human being. You know what I mean? Um, so like I've always like tied that to like uh, like the way I was parented. Because like my um, – like my dad, I love my parents. I've always felt loved. I've always felt like they did a, a great job parenting me. But like for a number of different reasons, like we didn't have conversations growing up. Um, we didn't have like dinner together. My dad was in the Navy, uh, and <coughs> like was gone constantly, like overseas and stuff like that. And I, um, didn't have conversations with my mom because she, she was a English as a second language learner. And so like she had like a, I think she had like a certain level of anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but like, even still, like we didn't have conversations. And so like, I would be like. When I remember, like, when I was, like, 17 years old and, like, having a conversation with, like, an adult, like, having, like, feeling nervous mm-hmm. and, like, stutter, like, having a speech impediment and, like, worried about having the conversation and, like, having a terrible time doing it. And I was, like, uh, I was, like, why is this happening? And then, like, I really, I, I, like, I, in, the, in that moment, I, like, blamed my parents. I was, like, oh, I didn't have conversations when I was younger and now I don't have them now. So, mm-hmm. like, I'm not good at conversation now. And so, like, I've always, like, sort of kept this with me of, like, well, that's the way I was parented, and now I've, like, sort of beat that or whatever. And, like, it's, like, sort of, like, the nature versus nurture is, like, I've been nurtured into being socially awkward. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's this, like, narrative I've told myself or whatever. And then, uh, and, like, I saw, I see it even play out with, like, um, my nieces and nephews where, like, it's that same thing where, like, if the water isn't warm, I'm not getting in the pool. So, like, my my niece and nephew are born and they're like little baby infants and they don't want anything to do with me. You know what I mean? They're like, Mm -hmm. I'll I'll hold them. Mm -hmm. They're like infants and they're like immediately crying. And my initial reaction to that was like, nope, I'm not going to worry about that. You know, I'm going to give you back to your mother and I'm not going to like put that on my shoulders. I'm going to, I'm not going to take that personally, but I'm also not going to like, continue to put myself out there i'm just gonna like <laughs> leave that baby alone and like have that terrible yeah. interaction not on my plate you know what i mean yeah 
So um, that's what I did. And then, like, you know, now that my nephew's, like, nine, we can talk about sports and, and video games and stuff, and we get along, and it's great. Um, anyway, so, uh, like, a couple days ago, like, uh, my buddy Joel, Church Cooper, mm-hmm. was talking about being a parent. And he was like, one, one thing that breaks my heart is, like, when you come home from work and, like, you're, like, tired and you've, like, worked all day and you come home and you want to, like, love your daughter. You know what I mean? And her, uh, Joel's daughter's name's Marlo. And Marlo will, like, say, no, not into it and just, like, stiff arm her dad. You know what I mean? Oh. And all he wants, he's tired. All he wants is, like, to smother his face and, his, and like, blow little kisses into her tummy and, like, yeah. have that moment as a dad. But, like, she's not having it. You know right. what I mean? And it's, like, heartbreaking, you know? Yeah. And uh, what he did, what he read that comforted him Careful. was this idea. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. What, he did, what he read that was comforting him to him was the <clears> idea <throat> that, like, um, when a child is rejecting the secondary parent, the parent that's not there all, all, all the time, um, what, what that is is a consequence of – or consequence is the wrong word, but, like, is a result of that child being secure in the love that they're getting from their primary parent. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. person that, that's there every day. Mm-hmm. So they're what they're saying is like I I'm feeling good here. I don't need anymore. It's yeah. overwhelming. It's too much for me. Mm-hmm. Maybe you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so that isn't to say that like she doesn't love Joel. That is to say she loves Carrie so much. You know right. Joel's wife. Mm-hmm. And uh, eventually, when she's able to contemplate the idea that like she can fit two people in her brain mm-hmm. and can receive love from two people, then she'll accept. You know, then she'll be warm up to Joel, and this this will probably happen in a matter of like a month. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, this might even be a little phase for her. You know, yeah. uh, and like that alone, like really, like set like set me in a place. You know, what I mean, I was like, like, you know, I've always like sort of like had this narrative in my brain of like, oh, I am. I'm weird because my parents made me weird. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. But like, I think back to my childhood and how many times I gave my dad a stiff arm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. where I was like, no, my mom's the best. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't want you right now. You know what I mean? Like, how much, mm. that, like, imagine like spending six months on a fucking iron ship in the Navy. You know what I mean? Like, sleeping <laughs> oh, on a bunk bed. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then coming home and your only son is huh. like, I want to hang out with my mom. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, that would be fucking heartbreaking. And like, he probably. You know, like, went, like, did the same thing that I did with my nieces and nephews and were like, all right, I'm going to compartmentalize that. I'm going to go to work and I'm going to let my mom, you know, let my wife parent mm-hmm. these children and I'm going to survive this. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Um, so maybe, like, you know, what, what that, like, for me, like, I'm, like, sitting here and I'm like, uh, you know, I had, a, I had a part to play in that. You know what I mean? As a child and, you know, maybe not an informed child, but I had a part to play in that relationship and, like, I can't maintain that narrative that like my parents made me this way yeah you know what i mean like we all have parts to play choices to make in like Mm -hmm. our relationships um happy ending me and my dad facetime all the time now (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. that's cool yeah i think that's That's awesome like i mean one if it's so interesting fascinating too when you're like you know a kid is coming yeah to like start retrospecting on on things that like yeah you wouldn't you wouldn't think about it in any other way like yeah. that's the only way that's gonna get like <laughs> these thoughts are gonna surface but that like like uh, it, it's so good with me that like the reflections are probably like giving you the like impetus to like even be a way you want to be like defined as a parent to right. like pre-existing yeah yeah i am like 
terrified that I'm going to like respond in such a way that's like so over the top that I'm going to make a terrible human being. (laughs) I'm going to be like fascinated with this Mm -hmm. young person's every idea and like tell her like everything she does is genius. You know what I mean? Then she's going to be a fucking (laughs) monster. (laughs) (laughs) That's like with like with Joel's experience too. It just like, and and as you were saying afterwards, it may just be a month phase or whatever. Just, I realized this for myself in my life too. Just like, being okay with each phase because <laughs> it's not all you know it's never going to be just this like romanticized wonderful life phase that we're going to hit all of them yeah so just like somehow just being like all right well this phase is just what it is uh i'll, I'll ride this one and yeah get to that other one right that's good to have that, i think having that outlook <laughs> the only thing i can relate to what you're saying <laughs> this is a pretty big sidestep uh is uh (laughs) when i first got dre my dog uh there was one night like early on when he like was hiding under the bed Uh and i was like dre come on (laughs) i like wanted him so badly to come over (laughs) and i actually like got like a little like huffy about it i was like oh fine (laughs) (laughs) why don't watch tv (laughs) dog doesn't like me Uh, now it would never happen like that. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know what that was either. I've talked to him. He was like humans. that, or that you were like that. It was a phase. Well, I don't know. I know why I was. I bought a goddamn dog. I wanted him to like, come sit on the couch. <laughs> I came in. I, I bought a fucking solvent for all my wounds. Yeah, and that's when you buy it too. You're like, anytime you gain to, or you have something, it's just like I. Kind of, it should be this way. Like, yeah. yeah, I've seen a dog. They love me all the time. That's the way it has to always be. Right. But Dre needed his little dog space. He still <laughs> does like space. that. He still likes to go under stuff and sort of like, he'll come if I call him. But like, uh, yeah. he he likes to have his own way. Not to. That's, I feel like that's one of the more I love annoying dogs. things dog owners do. Is they're like, you're talking about your kid, and then they're like, well, my, my dog. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your so dog's similar. what at home right now? Fine, right. like no one has to watch him. Yeah, <laughs> like it's funny though. Cause, like talking about your dog thoughtlessly feed him food. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> go ahead. But with your dog liking to be under stuff, I just went and saw a friend of mine's uh, baby, and the baby like the first thing it did was like crawl under a table and just sat there. So it just like like a dog. And this baby right. just was finding like dog cavernous places to go uh, <laughs> exist in. <laughs> I think it's fun when you're little. Maybe need to time the fuck out sometimes, because like, I mean, when you're a child, and especially like a child of somebody who's thirty years old, like you're expect. I feel like you're expected to dance, baby, dance for us. You know, like really entertain us, and like that could be overwhelming. Mm -hmm. You know, and I imagine like taking a time the fuck out would be a nice, yeah, yeah, hide under a table or whatever it is. It's interesting to think about like those early (laughs) (laughs) those early interactions that sort of do start to shape like whether a baby is going to grow into an introvert or an extrovert like or if it's predetermined or Mm -hmm. like but it's like i didn't i never i'm very much an introvert to the and like a baby's thing is even where it's like i'm not gonna like if this baby's looking for somebody to be like hey like it's not me (laughs) uh like um uh and so to think of it well, yeah, for that child's perspective of like, oh, ones that like are requiring a ton of attention versus like a baby that's like, I'm cool. Yeah. Like, uh, give me a little space. Yeah. Right. That's very interesting. Here's a broad question. What do you do to prepare for a baby? Um, like, what, you know, your classes. You yeah. Said, you I mean, like CPR those are, class, right? yeah, we're taking, we have a CPR class. Um, this weekend we have um, like a baby basics class. So it's going to be like, like literally like logistics of like how to change a diaper and how to like 
put a baby to bed and stuff like that. Um, but like, you know, read a, I, I haven't read a single book yet. Maybe that's what I'll do next. But, um, I mean, like, this sounds strange, but like, I don't, I don't know that I'm not ready. Like, I, I yeah. everything that like, I'm not, I'm not ready at, like, I feel like I'll be able to do. Mm-hmm. I'll yeah. be I'll be able to figure out when I'm when I'll, I won't know it. I'm not ready for it until it hits me, and then I'll I'll figure that out. And that you know I'm gonna listen to this podcast in like eight months and be like you fucking dumb motherfucker. <laughs> but like uh, right now, like I'm feeling like yeah. pretty confident about yeah. it. Um, that is great. Yeah, it's a pretty good feeling. And you know, again, uh, I'm sure I'm in for a rude awakening, but I'll deal with it then. You know, literally. <laughs> <laughs> Wake up, bitch! The <laughs> 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 <a> baby slapping you. <laughs> it's fucking morning. <laughs> I've never thought You're about. You're so rude, baby. <laughs> well, it's three a.m. Maybe <laughs> you don't know what time it is. You can't tell time, baby. Do parents? I feel like I've, I always see people reading baby books. Or, like, I hear about that a lot. Right. Because right. I think it's something new. I have never seen a parent reading, like, how to handle a nine-year-old book. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I think, like, you might be right. Like, at a certain point, you're like, well, fuck this. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like not totally. fuck this, but, like, I'll figure out, I'll figure this guy out. <laughs> I mean, uh, everyone's at least seen, you know, somebody do it, you know. They're, mm-hmm. they're raised by something. So, like, yeah. everyone has a model. Everyone has, like, some working mm-hmm. model. Yeah, either, like, oh, like that, or, oh, not like yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah. I'm talking Oh, congrats on the new baby. Oh, That's so thanks. thanks for coming by. Yeah. Wow. Look at this. Look at this little fella, huh? Yeah. Wow. Uh, he's got, oh my God, he looks like he's got your eyes. Yep. Yep. He's got my wife's nose. Yeah. Your eyes. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, I can relate. Sometimes people say that uh, uh, Chester, you know my dog Chester. Yeah, your dog. Uh, that he's sort of, you know, a lot of people say that we have the same personality and that his. Uh, you know, both, <laughs> we both have brown eyes. Yeah, that's funny. That's funny. So. That's cool. Um, yeah, so um, little Dougie here is, uh, you know, what's interesting, as soon as we bought we, we bought this house, we realized we need to sell it because we're not in a good school district. Now that, you know, little Dougie's here, we're going to have to start thinking about where this kid's going to go to school, private school, <clears throat> public school. So we might be moving pretty soon, actually. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. School system. Mm-hmm. Not good around here, huh? Not as good, you know. Yeah. All of a sudden, you got new standards as soon as you become a parent. I feel like a real asshole. Yeah, I get it. Because yeah. uh, Chester, he, uh, you know, I work nine to five, so I got to get a dog walking service. And uh-huh. uh, Wag Walkers doesn't do North Hollywood, so I had to move. So you had to get a different Park. dog walker? I had to get a different dog walker because yeah. Wag Walkers is, uh, you know, they uh-huh. do background checks on their yeah. walkers. Yeah. Uh, and. You know, some of these other businesses, they might have logos, but they're yeah. basically Craigslist ads. So, yeah. yeah, I moved on to Echo Park so I could get wag walkers. Yeah. Uh, hey, hey, Gary. Yeah. <laughs> um, we can still be friends even though you don't have a kid. Like, you, you don't need to continue to, like, find common ground through your dog. <laughs> we see Chester walk up wearing a sweater that says, Daddy's a little boy. <laughs> It's kind of insulting because I don't have a kid. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I'm just, I'm just saying. You know, we don't. You, you, you don't need to continue to compare your 
your experience with your dog. And you don't need to think your experience is better than mine. No, 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 that's not what what I'm saying. Well, it seems like you're saying it's... That I wouldn't be able to relate, because all I have is a dog. And, right. right. Um, because all I have is a uh, um, a bunch of negative reviews on t- Tinder somehow. <laughs> they don't even... I didn't know they left reviews on Tinder. No, well, the girls, they formed a new app where they talk to each other about common matches, and I am <laughs> swiping right on every old thing that comes my way, and nothing is sticking. Oh, nothing is sticking. That's tough. Okay, well, hey, And but- I got kicked out of the dog park. <laughs> Gonna, can't meet girls that way. Well, uh, you know what? Uh, Sarah's got a, a friend that just moved into town. How about I set you up with her? Okay. I'd be interested in something like that. Okay. Okay. Great. What is she? She just moved into town? Mm-hmm. She's a pediatrician. Wow. <laughs> Boy, I hope she'll settle for an improviser. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, this sounds great. Uh, yeah. yeah, we cut to the date. <clears throat> so, yeah, I, I mean, I do so well with kids. It's I haven't, yeah. I haven't met a kid that I can't bond with, to be honest. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Um, I have a dog. <laughs> I, yeah, I know. You said that. <laughs> yeah, I have a dog. So yeah, that's kind of like my kids. But the vet, uh, you know, Dre doesn't like the vet, so uh, Dre doesn't bond with the veterinarian. Okay. I mean, Drake Chester. Sorry, <laughs> my old dog Drake. Uh, yeah, I know you. Chester. Uh, uh, yeah, he he doesn't do well um, with them. But anyways, um, tell me about yourself. What do you? Uh, yeah, you get along with kids. That was yeah yeah. That was yourself. Sorry. <laughs> no, I mean, that, that, do you have I, any pets? That's what you asked me a second. Do you have any pets? Uh, I did have a goldfish. That doesn't count. Excuse me. <laughs> that doesn't count as a pet. No. That doesn't count as a pet. Do well. What, is this just a goldfish, and the buck stops there? Is that what you're saying? I'm sorry. I, you're a pediatrician. You're honestly nine point five out of ten. <laughs> I mean, a perfect ten. I reserve for. I reserve for <laughs> like uh, girls I like growing up. You know what I mean? Like uh, I'm talking. I don't need to get into this, but like I'm talking like Brooke Burke. You know what I mean? That was a ten in my in my eyes when I was a kid. While and on out. While and on out. Your dog is humping my leg. I'm so sorry. I was listening at the table next to you, and I also had a giant crush on Brooke Burke, and I accessed this conversation. So you get what I'm saying? I mean, she's basically Brooke Burke, but you know, your dog is humping my leg. Yeah. Uh, Can you get your dog back in this child seat that you requested, please? (laughs) Yeah, no problem. Come on, Chester. Come on, buddy. Come on up here. Uh, I don't think he likes his steak. Um, uh, Listen, I haven't been on a date in one year. Yeah? A little over one year to date, 367 days. Okay. Well, I'm happy to break the streak. I'm sorry. I'm getting off to a bad start. I'm just, you know, so you were, you I'm were, nervous, we were, Earlier, you were telling me you just went to, uh, went to go visit some family in Tennessee? Yep. I went to go visit some family in Tennessee. Um... Uh, it was uh, Chester's parents. Um, you went to go visit your dog's parents. Yeah, it's a it's the breeder we got him from. I got a breed dog. Yeah, oh, I'm not adopted cute. yet. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, no, some no. people say that's a wonderful thing to do. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. I don't. I just agree to disagree. Uh, <clears throat> Listen, this is know, a. I'm can a, I tell I'm you a, about my improv? <laughs> <laughs> will that will that help? Listen, I just broke up with Luca Jones, and 
Well, he's hardly an improviser. <laughs> he's, 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 no, I'm saying he's on network television and stuff. I'm grinding. <laughs> I'm still grinding. Well, I'm just saying I'm grinding. Been... I did a show at the New Art on Hyperion <laughs> for five people, the other team. Isn't that a movie theater? What? The New Art? Isn't that a movie theater? <clears throat> Move, uh, yes. I'm talking moving arts. I don't even remember the name of the stupid shithole I played in. Sorry. Hey, listen, I have a... I don't think it's going to work out with what? us. What? All right. Oh, but, God. Sorry. Was it, Ch- was it my, Ch- did Chester do something? Excuse me. Um, <clears throat> I'm the manager. I've been getting some complaints. Yeah. Uh, could your child not lick his asshole at the table? <laughs> uh, Simon Schuster? Um, <laughs> I wanted to say... It's a pleasure writing books for you guys. Oh. Um, I know you haven't read my new one, um, but I've had three baby bestsellers in a row, and I want you to know that I'm moving a little older. This is uh, How to Raise a Nine-Year-Old. Uh, check it out. There's a little synopsis on the front. kind of gives you the overview right. well, of the y- book. You, There's a picture of a You realize we've never, we've never published a book for parents of nine-year-olds no sort of a market that we've never even considered no we generally assume at that point the parents have sort of you know they're winging it that's when the winging it process begins yes that's what parents want you to believe but i'm saying that's not the case you're saying that our demographic has been lying to us about the products that they desire (laughs) (laughs) is that what you're saying is that what you're telling us that's what I'm saying. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Shall we go to the focus group? I, yeah, I think so. <clears throat> See what happens. <clears throat> Cut to a focus group. What are we even doing here? What? Uh, thank you all for joining us. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are just, you know, uh, just a couple probing questions. Tommy, play with the fucking sliding things on yeah. the wire. You guys are all parents of nine-year-olds. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, you know, just round the horn. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, one out of ten, how prepared do you think you are as a parent of a nine-year-old, and why? Just go around the horn here. I'll start. Ten out of ten, I have an iPad. I just put him in front of the iPad. He uh, mesmerizes himself to death. Okay. Not to death. Not to death, okay. sorry. Mesmerizes himself all day long. Uh, nice. Parenting done. Okay. <clears throat> Are there cookies at this thing? <laughs> Uh, yes, yes, there's plenty there's of cookies, plenty sir. Of cookies. Just as you've been promised, there's plenty of cookies. So right. by that logic, anyone with an iPad is 10 out of 10 prepared? Yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're trying to get some information about a book here, I would say the book is one page long. It just says, uh, get an iPad. <laughs> now, maybe so, it has some iPad directions on it or whatever. Just, just, I mean, just, in a way, the iPad becomes the parent. You know, okay? uh-huh. We start winging it at that point, and that's when the iPad step, steps in. Okay, okay good. Look, guys. Let me just stress this enough. I cannot stress this enough. There are plenty of cookies here. Everyone's going to get their fair share of cookies. The data that you give us, whether true or false, sincere or insincere, you're going to get cookies. So everybody okay. back to their seats. Uh, you just keep shuffling towards this tray of cookies. So everyone back to your seats. Well, there's plastic on it. When are you going to take the plastic off of the cookies? As soon as the survey is over. Is, okay. I mean, I gave you all the information you need. Right, right. You don't think you think I'm lying to you? You think I'm lying to you? Uh, it's not me. It's not I'm a bad parent. Watch right. this. Watch what happens. 
So I told you Tommy's here. I, yeah, Tommy's he right here. Was already grown bored of the sliding uh, beads on the stri- on the, yeah. the metal thing deal. Again, watch watch what happens here. Oh, sorry, sorry. Tommy, iPad. Oh, and great. he just snagged it from me. Did yeah. you see that? Yeah, he, just he took pulled it right out of my hands. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Now watch what happens when I try to take it back. Tommy, give me that. No, no. <laughs> Come no, on, Tommy. No, please do. See if I do it one more time. Okay, I'll do it for science. But watch what happens here. Tommy, give me. Okay, see he growled, and um, that's oh, when I great. check out. What did you say, Tommy? No, oh, it's great. Again. It's great again. You ever a- ask for it for a third time? You ever ask for it for a third time? I wouldn't recommend anybody doing that. We cut to this guy's house uh, <laughs> on a weeknight. Dad. Yeah. Dad. The iPad. iPad's broken. All right. Well, I guess tomorrow we'll take it into the Apple Store. We've got Apple Care on it, so. It's seven p.m., Dad. I don't want to leave the house right now. I just got home from work. He's sitting down in front of a big tray of cookies. (laughs) I just got home from work. They let me take these cookies home from the meeting. Are you going to take the plastic off of them? What? Are you going to take the plastic off of the cookies? They said not to. (laughs) What are you doing, Dad? Tommy, Tommy, would you do me a favor and and, uh, run upstairs uh, into your room and grab some laundry if you want any done? I need a moment with your father. All right, Mom. Ah, honey, ah, do you need some help with the cookies? I don't think so. Okay. They said they, honey, <laughs> they told honey, me to keep the plastic on it. I don't know if they meant just out the door. Honey, there's something I need to talk to you about. Uh-huh. Honey, please stop chewing through the plastic. She well, tries to take the cookies hard. away. Okay, okay, okay. They're yours. Those are your cookies. You earned them. You earned them with your data. You earned them with your personal data, honey. Those are your cookies. There's something very important I need to talk to you about. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't think Tommy is nine years old. What? I don't think our son Tommy is nine years old. His voice is so deep. He's got a beard. And... Tommy, I, Tommy walks down the stairs with four three-piece suits. <laughs> hey, Tommy. hey, Mom, this is, this is all I got. Are you, are you sure we can just throw this in the wash? Um, no, these, these three-piece suits are going to be dry-cleaned, honey. I'll take these to the dry-cleaner right away. Enough rackets! <laughs> I'm trying to enjoy my cookies. Well, I don't even have an iPad. Honey, we're having this conversation with you. You don't have an iPad. I am sick of your sass mouth. Come here. No, no, I'm going upstairs (laughs) for a conference call with China. He tries to to grab Tommy. Tommy overpowers him and presses him on the stairs. Hey, okay, boy. Stay here. Stay here. Let let your father out of the sleeper hold. Tommy, let your father out of that sleeper hold. You take that professional, professional sleeper hold off. He has great medical. He'll be fine no matter what, all right? I'm just pushing the limit. Your understanding of health insurance is phenomenal. (laughs) There you go, Dad. Fine. Fine. (laughs) Are you okay? I threw up the cookie. Yeah, no thanks. Uh, I, I don't need to. I don't need to hold Ryan. Uh, <laughs> well, it's, it's okay. I mean, it, it, Ryan was just crying a little bit. Yeah, it's, it's okay. I don't think he likes me. I don't like him. I don't think you need to get in the middle of this. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're my brother. I want you to love my child. I just. I mean, I named him after you. You know, you're Ryan also. <laughs> Yeah, I think that might you might want to rethink that before you start recognizing that name, because uh, I'm telling you, <clears throat> you can think it's me, but I'm telling you, it's him too. He doesn't like me. Uh, that baby does not like me. I could tell from the moment I walked in the house. Um, Bro, here, get, I know, here, give it one more shot and do a little baby voice. Just 
<laughs> Little Ryan loves the baby voice. <laughs> you know, that kind of fun <laughs> stuff like that. All right, I'll try to do a baby voice. <clears throat> Hi, Ryan. Who's a cutie boy? Who's a cute little guy? <laughs> All right, well, I almost dropped him, but you take him back. Okay. All right. Farted in my f- on my chest. Well, you know, he takes <laughs> he dumps all over me all the time. Okay? And you put up with that shit? Of course I put up with it. I feel like, listen, there's got to be some lemons, right? In the world of babies, there's got to be some lemons, right? You just put up with it? Are you saying my baby is a lemon? I'm saying if your baby shits on you, farts on me. When I walked in the door, he threw a rattle on the ground. I found that a little disrespectful. Every baby does that. Remember when mom was telling us stories where you would, you would pee all over her bra and she'd have to change bras all Man, the time? Guess what? I don't like mom. Still don't. <laughs> <laughs> we cut hey. to a family barbecue. <clears throat> I, I'm not picking between you and Ryan Jr. You, don't... You've been talking shit about that baby all barbecue. Pick one. No, it's not a th- thing. I think he's... Pick one. This is just like you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm his grandfather. I'm your son. I'm not picking between it. No. Okay? My, what? I mean, you're my son. <laughs> I'm his grandfather and your father. Come on, Dad. I'm not picking between Come on. the two of you. <sighs> Get along with it's a baby. I can't believe you're Grandpa. Hey, Grandpa. Hey, hey, hey. there, pal. Oh, you'll throw you up a little. Oh, 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 okay. oh you're so strong. Yeah. Hi, <laughs> Ryan. Hey, Uncle Ryan. <laughs> Hi, Ryan. Good hey, to see you, pal. He's putting his hand out. Uncle Ryan, hey. Thanks for high five. I got you a present. I made it in school. Hey. You got me a present? Yeah. Really? Here, Here you go. Oh. Sorry, the rapping's kind of weird, but hey, I'm only six. <laughs> Look at that. Thanks, Ryan. <laughs> what is this thing? It's a mug. <laughs> that's a mug? Yeah, and, and that's, that's a drawing of us on the swing, because we did that swing one time. You made that mug in class? That's pretty great. Why is the guy, on the, one of these guys on the swing's fat as hell, Ryan? <laughs> well, also, this mug is janky. If I put coffee in this right. thing... What? <laughs> uh, we, we cut to this guy in an alley. Uh, yeah, I can I can take anybody out for the right price. Yeah, well, I got a, I got a nephew who's got quite a fucking attitude. Look at this mug. Would you look? Look at this thing. I put some Sprite in there earlier. It spilled all over the goddamn place. Well, uh, didn't even the handle is weird. Does not comfortable. He wants me to bring this to work. There's pressure, by the way. Bring uh, this to work. Show off my nephew's gift. <clears throat> we we cut to this uh, hitman uh, playing the role as babysitter with uh, uh, <laughs> young Ryan. Yeah. So uh, is, uh, these are all the emergency numbers here. Mm-hmm, okay. Yeah. Great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And okay. uh, and what what time is his nap time? Uh, Any time between four and six. Uh, okay. So four and six is a great time for anything to look like an accident, and that would be great. Huh? <laughs> Ryan runs by and kicks the hitman in the shin an accident. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, he's a bit of a little scam. Soccer! Oh. <laughs> we'll he's really into work. soccer. <laughs> oh, good, good. Um, yeah, if there's an emergency, please let me know. Very it good. Should be, when he's asleep, it should not be a problem. Very um, good. Uh, he, you can make yourself at home. You can take those leather gloves off if you like. <laughs> oh, uh, did I still have these on? Of course. Yeah, okay. of course. Right, and great. is there a, a place uh, for my suitcase? <laughs> oh, you have a full suitcase. I have a full suitcase. Sure. Here. Yeah, you can put that. Uh, gosh, we see uh, in the background, uh, little Ryan has a blow dart, and he's aiming it at the hitman. Yeah. <laughs> 
Look, I was playing with the suitcase. <laughs> That's not soccer. <laughs> That's not. <laughs> okay. I was going to show this young little baby how to play darts, and okay. he's gotten ahead of me. Great. All right. Um. Yeah, he'll do that. He's very inquisitive. <laughs> the man falls in. against the kitchen table. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Uh, let's see. Let's get a look at these emergency numbers. We cut back to the alley. What happened? I was just at Christmas, and Ryan was there. What did you do? I uh, I, I lost the ability to walk. Uh, those are powerful darts. You've got one resilient little nephew. Yeah, I know that. Give me my ten grand back. What is this bullshit? <laughs> Spent the ten grand on this wheelchair. <laughs> I spent it up. I spent that money up. <clears throat> well, there's only one fair thing to do. <laughs> Tips him out of the wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. <sighs> God damn it. Hey baby, you got some new wheels? <laughs> yeah, this is my wheelchair now. <laughs> I've taken it on myself. You look pretty sexy on those new wheels. Thank you. Thank you. Listen, Chantel, I'm not... I'm not um, I don't want to sleep with you anymore. Um, <laughs> what do you mean? You're still mad about my diaphragm getting in the way all the time? <laughs> yeah, take the diaphragm out. For God's sake, that's supposed to, That's a preparatory thing. You don't leave it in once we get, into, get down to business, right? <laughs> I like the triple <laughs> We got to this guy in a sex ed class. Well, how do you think a diaphragm works? I thought it was a... Isn't it something that, like, loosens your uh, hole? <laughs> like, four people get up and leave. Chantel walks in. Hey, baby. I'm, I think I owe you an apology, Chantel. Yeah. I'm going to give you a refund, buddy. That'll be um. cut. <laughs> don't need all the you music. can't have the ladies knowing that you don't know what a diaphragm is. Just dubbed over you saying, like, I know exactly what a diaphragm is. <laughs> yes, a diaphragm. It's a horrible <laughs> dub of that. I know exactly what a diaphragm is. <laughs> I wouldn't even re-record it. Just use words I've already said. Um, awesome. Well, thank you, Renee, for sharing that. Yeah, Thanks, baby. And, uh, yeah. Uh, not far. Fatherhood's not far away. Not far away. Uh, that'll be awesome. Congratulations. Yeah. Thanks, bro. Can't wait for all the wonderful pics. It's gonna be great for you. <laughs> it's gonna be great for me. Um, cool. Well, it's uh, Womack, Jacob yeah. Womack. Um, you're on. You're you're up. Okay. Well, you're on the meat. You're on the yeah, meat. What I, what I uh, my little story, my talk about is. Uh, <laughs> I, it just was reminding me after, as we were just talking before. Uh, I was going to tell my 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 meat. Um, I guess this is about a little phase in my life. Um, we were talking about phases earlier, so call back to that. Uh, Let me just kind of give you. There you go. We good. We good. We good. Check yep. one two. Um, so when I think I was probably like six. No, I was like eight. I was eight. Um, I was going over like every holidays. I would go to this town that my family didn't live in, and I was visiting. Um, we like. Both my parents' parents lived there, so all my grandparents were in this town, and most of my extended family. And this particular time, we had like spent the holidays with my dad's side, and we were going over to visit my mom's uh, parents, um, uh, my mom's dad, actually. And um, when I got over there, 
I noticed a car that I didn't recognize in the driveway because it was always like it was always just us and like my my family and then my uh, grandparents and we would just kind of just just be us and we'd hang out for um, a bit and then that was our like hangout. But this time there was another car in there. I was like, who the heck's over here? And uh, we went in and it was um, a cousin that I had never met before and and like his family. And when I got there, I was you know I was excited. I was like, oh another another younger person to like hang out with because it was always like me and like just my grandparents and my parents and they would just like my grandfather loved watching uh will of fortune and he couldn't <laughs> see very well either and he would like sit like just a few feet from the tv and just like <laughs> loved watching sports and uh will of fortune um so that's what we would do so i was super pumped that my cousin Patton that i had never met was going to be here and uh i was like Patton. Uh, yeah his name was Patton, and um he he like well he wasn't in the room i was uh, i was like uh like, dang, this is so exciting. Where is this guy? And they're like, oh, Pat's in the back if you want to go say hi to him. And so I went and, like, I had to search a couple of rooms. Because like, <laughs> I knew these other two rooms that were, like, the guest room. There was, like, two guest rooms and then, like, my grandparents' room in this, in this little house. Like, and I searched the other two rooms. I was like, fuck, where is I, I love envisioning eight-year-old Womack, by the way. I don't think I've ever seen a picture of you as a kid. Oh, yeah? But I can um, imagine. I can show you one. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, it exists. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I picture um, a little scrappy guy. I don't know why. <laughs> Keep going. Um, so it turned out Patton was in my grandparents' room. Uh, my, it's my grandfather, and he, he had remarried by this time. But um, he, uh, which I had never even been in, so I was like, "Whoa, you're like in their room? Like this yeah. is like you're in exclusive Ooh, territory. Yeah. This is wild." And it was wow. like uh, it was their room. Sure enough, TV very very like super close to the bed, so my grandfather could watch it. Um, but I went in, and like he was like hovering above the mattress. <laughs> And, and this was like this was like strings were hanging from yeah. it to hang it from like yeah. But um, so Patton was in there, kind of in the dark too, and there was only like a lamp on. I remember it was just like the most mysterious situation I, I remember yeah. I had ever walked in, and he and I was like, "Hey, uh, Patton, I'm Jacob," and he was like, "I'm Crew, Crew." I think it was Crew Taylor. He he developed this persona off of this movie. He was a little older than me, and he had developed. He had taken on the character from this movie Rad. If you know this movie Rad, there's uh-huh. this movie uh-huh. called Rad from like the late '80s about like BMX uh, dirt bike riding, like uh-huh. bicycle oh, I BMX saw that. riding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and like he was, he was like. Basically, like, Patton's not here. I'm crew. Um, and that, that was, like, the lead And that's character. how you met this guy. Yeah, that's how I met this guy. Um, and so he, he had taken on this persona as this character from this movie that yeah. he really liked. Yeah. And, like, was going so hard with being this guy, crew. Yeah. Um, I hadn't seen the movie at the time. I definitely watched it, like, after this. Yeah. Before my time. But I definitely watched it after uh, this meeting. And um, I was blown I thought this was the most amazing human being I'd ever met in my life. He committed. He, he just was this guy, and I didn't. I didn't know about this character, so I was just like, I don't. know, I guess that's his nickname. This is. He's not Patton. He's Crew, and he right. had, he'd done all these dirt bike riding. He's basically just living the life of that movie. And I just was blown away. Just talked to him like all night, just like asking him questions, and he just was constantly. He was never Patton. He was always Crew. Yeah. Um, so that was my encounter, and then I left, and all that. Nothing crazy happened while we were there, but like he was just like methodly in character the whole time wow. never like showed me anything but that um but and he, all, and he was a little bit older than you yeah he was definitely so, like yeah like a few years older? older than me um probably like five or yeah did, like did I, you like like when i was younger like everything that my 
cousin did was who was older was cool oh yeah so well, did you think that like pretending to be somebody else was cool <laughs> well no this is what i took i went uh, and watched that movie so like in, the uh, next week i went and watched rad i went and went to blockbuster rented rad and watched it like <laughs> which, obsessively for which a while means there was a moment where he explained from the movie <laughs> yeah well he, he kept he kept saying the word rad he was like yeah rad it, and he just kept saying rad and and i talked to his parents afterwards i was just like so what i was just saying rad and he's like oh he loves that movie i didn't find it out from him i found it out from his parents <laughs> that he never broke character to reveal That's that stuff fucking he just was like mention he just kept saying the word rad so and i kept saying the word rad and they like overset it and i was like it's a it's a movie and i was like okay plugged in. Yeah, i'm gonna get it um, <clears throat> treasure trove of a human being so what I took from that though yeah from watching that I took like I was a big basketball player at that time I was everything I loved to do and I took like this is a symbol I'm going to get into BMX riding I'm going to get really into this and um, so like it took me a while uh, I had to wait till Christmas and this was like this was, I had to wait till the next Christmas so the next year I just became kind of obsessed with it and then for uh, that Christmas I got a, a dirt bike I got like a Magged Will uh, Mongoose dirt bike because that's what they rode in the movie and stuff too cool um, but then about I had it for about a week and I left it you would just, this was like I was living in a really small town at this time and you would just like ride up to the house drop your dirt bike or your bicycle in the front yard go inside and come yeah. out the next morning and your bike's there and everything's just like that and so I would always do that and this particular someone jacked my bike um, and my bike was gone uh, the next day I cried I went crazy about that really broken hearted um, and we couldn't afford it I couldn't just get a new bike right. um, and it was really horrible this guy who was like I thought was like my best friend but like had a lot of money too was like making fun of me because he was like, your family can't afford to get you a new bike. He was like the meanest I'd ever uh, been bullied. Uh, to me, I just was like, this is like, this, shut up. Dude. <laughs> like, why quit knocking my parents? <laughs> my thing has been taken in your attack. Yeah, it was just like a double wound. I was like, oh, I missed my bike. Oh, my parents, what? Ah, shut up. Um, but the night, like, while it was, it was gone for, it was gone for a while and then like, via, this was a small town and like, the word got out and they found like somehow they found my bike my bike got back to me um i think like my grandfather did a little uh, was in politics a little bit there and he like made a call or something for anyone to like for the cops to try to find a, a, right. a bicycle was like they have nothing else to yeah. do you know this is a it was a really small <laughs> town so that was like their big their case <laughs> like they That's they, amazing. they took on the case of a kid's missing bicycle right. <laughs> and uh got my bike back but when i got it back it had been I guess they had stripped it for parts and like got rid of parts and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, so I got my bike it. back, so many and fucking it was parts are on your bike. <laughs> well, this was like a it was a like dope had, little like, bike. It uh-huh. had like mag like the uh, like mag wheels. Uh-huh. It just had, had like and, and like little. It was BMX. It had like uh, little pegs, pegs on uh-huh. the front and the back, uh-huh. and so and then like specific handlebars and all that stuff. And so like it had been stripped of those. Uh, like I mean, accessories, yeah. yeah, the accessories that you would put on a bike that are easy to just oh, got them, got them, got them. Yeah. Um, and so it wasn't a it wasn't that kind of bike anymore uh, anymore. Yeah. So uh, that thus I was like period on BMX phase. Um, I'm not messing with this anymore. And then I got back into basketball, and that uh, became the longer phase uh, right. for me. Um, and then so cut to like probably. So that's, I was like eight then. I'd say about 10 years later. Um, I hadn't seen uh, Crew, um, aka my cousin Patton, in uh, 
that whole time. I just known him from this one incident where he had played this other character. Um, I, and so I, I met him. He was in college and uh, or like had just finished college. And so I still was like, you know, I still was looking up to him. I was just like, God, his patent's going to be there. Cool. I can't wait to go to Grandpa's for Christmas. <laughs> uh, and I went over there and he was like such a normal dude. He just like couldn't have been. He was being patent. He was his normal self. He had shed the persona through <laughs> and was just being himself. And uh, I remember I, was, I tried to talk to him about it, and he denied. He was like, "What are you talking?" Like he like was like that never happened, basically. <laughs> wow. And I was like, "This is this is messing with me psychologically because this is all I've ever associated you with." <laughs> and you're saying I'm not that guy now. <laughs> um, but I still like like I, that was my embodiment of who he was was crew, and so like. I still, to this day, I'm just like, what a cool dude. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I I think, like, indirectly, too, that's what got, I I was thinking about that, like, that's what kind of maybe propelled me into, like, because it was the performance. I think subconsciously what I did take away from it is what you said, is just, like, embodying a character, like, as deeply (laughs) as is humanly possible, because that's what he did, and, like, that's you know one of my favorite parts of performing is, is being you know having the opportunity to do that and trying to recruit myself that's amazing we should point out Womack's bike is sitting right next to us <laughs> yes and, and in the end I got very into ro- uh, road bikes um, <laughs> hey Brock hey you're my um, you're my cousin huh yeah. Yep, I am. Uh, you're. Well, they. Uh, your parents probably told you my name's uh, Tina, but uh, it's not. It's Kit. My name's Kit. I thought your name was Tina. Well, your they aunt lied to you. Kit. My name's Kit. Okay. So everything you need to know about me is in a movie called Pretty Woman. <laughs> I haven't seen what? Yeah. I've, I've never seen. I'm well, not allowed to see pretty women. You're gonna have to take a trip to Blockbuster, friend, because you're gonna. You've got 90 minutes of pure romantic <laughs> comedy bliss ahead of you. Is Kit the Julia Roberts character? No, fuck that character. Kit's the best friend of Julia Roberts. <laughs> so, so you named yourself after a, sort of like a supporting character in a movie. Correct. <laughs> yeah. I'm the. I'm, I'm going to just uh, call you Tina if that's okay. Well, I won't be responding to that. <laughs> what is her role in the movie? I've never seen. Oh, uh, she's women a sounding too. board for uh, Julia Roberts. For she her. she doesn't really have a story drive of her own, but whenever Julia Roberts needs advice, uh, Kit's there to say yes or no. Like romantic advice. Romantic advice, financial advice. Uh, her big moment is uh, when she finds out that Julia Roberts has made $3,000 for a week of prostitution. That's amazing. Prostitution? What's up? You don't know what prostitution is? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. I know what it is. Tell But you say it. <laughs> prostitution, from my eyes, is when you hang out in a hotel room with Richard Gere in five straight days and he he makes you eat strawberries and sometimes you crawl around like a cat I want to be a prostitution you want to be a prostitution? I want to do prostitution you got a blockbuster car? <laughs> no my my dad does alright well steal that blockbuster card rent pretty woman you'll learn everything you need to know oh awesome <laughs> we cut to this kid at school <laughs> 
yeah, yeah, I'm pretty much, pretty much into prostitution now, so um, it's pretty much my thing. Hey, uh, guess what I asked for for Christmas? What? Guess, what? guess what, what I asked for? What? A tiny little dress. <laughs> Tiny little dress and a perm, because I'm a prostitution. What do you think? What do you think you're doing? <laughs> what? I'm just cool. I just learned it from my cool cousin Kit. He's crawling what? around on the ground eating strawberries. <laughs> nom, 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 hey, nom, nom. hey, we've been dating. Like, what? What are you turning into? What? What am I turning? Yeah, what into? What are you? I don't. You, you just all of a sudden are taking on this persona. I, I miss my girlfriend. Um, well, uh, you're going <laughs> to... Get up off the ground. There's spilled milk everywhere. Why don't you ever get me a hotel room, huh? What? Why don't you ever get me a hotel room and we hang out on it and spill some milk and strawberries on it? <laughs> you can't rent a hotel until you're like 25. <laughs> oh, Richard Gere could do it. I'm going you to the pep rally. Have fun on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> we got to the boyfriend's parents' house. I'm a what? A, prostitution broke your heart? Yeah, Dad. Yeah, Dad. Wow. And if you won't give me, if you won't give me fifty bucks for a hotel room, then I'm not going to be able to let prostitution get my life back together. What? I need fifty dollars. Well, where do you learn this from, Rich? Where do you learn this from? Prostitution broke a few hearts in this family. Gave some of us some Whoa. PD. Whoa. <laughs> Oh, let's take it what? easy, okay? Well, we don't know where those easy. crabs came from, okay? Mom, I'm going to go upstairs. I got a call from China. You two take care of your business. Excuse me? Excuse you. Oh, you said that he wouldn't know what was happening, that you we weren't having trouble. <laughs> <laughs> and now what is he? He wants to get a hotel room for was, prostitution. I didn't think he would pick up on that. I don't know. He's always up in, a, it's, he's always up in his room doing his own thing. Yeah, Ding well, maybe. Dong. Oh, there it is. Hi, I'm uh, John. Um, I'm here to see the the lady of the house. That's me. (laughs) Excuse me. He's looking for me. I'm Kit. (laughs) Oh, hey, Kit. Yeah, uh, (laughs) I've been hanging out in the closet doing prostitution. You got strawberries, dude? Yeah, strawberries and milk. You tell me. What what are you here for? You're uh yeah, I'm a 14-year-old boy and um I was <laughs> told to meet Kit here for a prostitution date. Um we're going to spill uh milk and strawberries on the floor and walk around. Hang on, buddy. How much are you going to pay me? She's going to try and lowball you. <laughs> What is your problem? <laughs> You're giving like, tips now? You're giving tips? I, just, I don't want him to get taken advantage of. Get, the, get this prostitution out of our house. All right. Or you know what? I'll get out of this house. How would you like that? How would you like that, I Frank? Do, I do, no, I'm I, getting out. I don't. Uh, you didn't fight too hard. <laughs> All right, Niner Niner, come in, Niner Niner. Niner Niner, we got a code 725. We got a 725. You read me? Copy Copy that. That's a a 725. That is a stolen bike. Please, um, stolen bike. (laughs) Stolen bike near Elman 7th. Stolen bike near Elman 7th. All units report. Niner Niner 725. 56. Uh, Niner reporting. Uh, We are hitting the streets uh, doing a perimeter search around the middle school. Engaged. (laughs) 
<laughs> we see cops putting on putting on body armor and, and SWAT team stuff getting ready. <laughs> yeah, we do a montage of like, knee pads, those helmet things flipping down, uh, like AR-15s. <laughs> There's a bunch of everyone. Every character has thought bubbles of a, a, a sad-looking bicycle, <laughs> all by itself. <laughs> Guys, we gotta save this In bike. Some garage somewhere. <laughs> this is why we do this stuff, fellas. Uh, we're cutting the, the back here. of a paddy wagon. <laughs> this is why we do this stuff, this right? Is a kid riding his bike, <laughs> <laughs> kind of wobbling. Now, remember your training. If you remember your training, you will survive. We are 14 men. At least 12 of us will survive. <laughs> There's a new guy who's just sweating bullets. <laughs> oh, Someone leans up. Hey, this is your first one? Yeah, is it uh, that obvious? Uh, yeah. I remember my first one. It was my most glorious moment of my life. <sighs> I'm just scared. I, I, you know, I've been through training, but there's a missing bike. Let me, let me tell you right now, as scary as you've ever dreamed it to be, <laughs> multiply that times infinity, buddy. Infinity scary? Easy, Jones. Don't freak the new guy out. Easy. Uh, we uh, cut to a, a CNN broadcast. The uh, president of the United States is addressing the nation. Right now, 14 of our finest American soldiers are on a mission to retrieve a bicycle. This is the greatest sentiment and protection of our democracy any man can deliver. God rest of souls. <laughs> we cut to a, a, a kind of a rough-looking uh, tiny house, just like a block from the police station. <laughs> Inside is a, the, a, a gang looking at a bicycle. Nice. Yeah, right? Great hit, I mean. Nice, huh? Ramsey. Yeah, it was just sitting in the front yard of a house. There's yeah. a new guy sweating bullets. <laughs> I don't know, guys. It's, it's just a bike. Maybe we should let it go. Just a bike? Come yeah. on. Come on, new fish. Yeah. You're in too deep. Him. <laughs> <laughs> you're in too deep. Throws him a half-eaten gummy worm. <laughs> yeah, you're a part of this now, pal. Yeah. You're yeah. a part of this now. Eat the half a gummy worm. Yeah, you're one of us. Yeah. Oh, what part nice. do you want? We all get one part to take home after we sell the rest. Oh, God. Oh, I want the engine. <laughs> oh. Hands him the the uh, pedals. That's right. I want the pedals, the engine. I'll take the little horn. Oh. <laughs> I, I don't want a piece of it. I'm fine. But you ate the gummy bear. <laughs> yeah. You're one of us. I, well, uh, I just you guys take it. I don't want I don't want any bike on my hands. Bike bikes <laughs> already on your hands. <laughs> Look at the grease, pal. Oh, his hands are covered in grease. Oh, what if I? Oh. He rubs him on his face and his body. He's, he's covered in grease now. We cut outside. The, the paddy wagon pulls up. The new guy falls down the stairs, blows his brains out. Jesus Christ! I told you not to. Somebody pressure him, Jones. We said only 12 will make it. Somebody's got to fall. This is a stolen bike. They start battery ramming the door. They bust in, start firing guns everywhere. Only shooting the guy that was scared. God damn it. Freeze! Freeze, gangsters! Yeah. Oh, uh, 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 uh. You think you got us now, do you? The gangsters start trying to pinch the, the cops. 
<laughs> the cops fall to the ground. The gangsters run off. <laughs> I forgot my training. <laughs> Hey, uh, Renee, you said Darren was in the back of the house? Yeah. Yeah, Dan's right back there. Okay, I'll go look again. I didn't see him. <laughs> yeah, just going all the way to the back. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Huh. 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 Well, there's a lot of rooms here. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's all the way in the back, you say? Uh, hey, <laughs> Gary, if you're going to uh, yeah. holler at me, go ahead and use the intercom. Oh, sorry. Uh, I still don't see him. Oh, yeah, you want to go all the way to the back. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Hey, are you looking for me? Voice in the, the distance. <laughs> Darren? Yeah. Are you my cousin I've never met? Yeah, yeah. Where are you? I can't, e- I can't see anything. Down the hall. <laughs> oh, okay. The hallway turns to, like, dirt. What? <laughs> 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 A bird flies by. It's got little human legs. <laughs> what the fuck? Hey, where are you at? Where you at, Cuz? Where are you at? I'm, I'm you... still walking down the hall? Yeah, I'm walking down the hall. You passed the crows yet? Oh, uh, I passed the bird with human feet. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. That's okay. my girlfriend. Oh. Uh, I didn't know. Sorry. Yeah, a little bit longer. Oh, you're going to love it when you get out there. We got all the candy and all the coolest video games. Okay. <laughs> The floor is now wet. <laughs> it's he's sinking in. He's doing that like it's up to his waist. Darren, he's Renee. In a, he, he, hey boys, uh, no swimming in the chocolate river. What? Just wanted to remind you. A very tiny boat comes up. Are you are you here to see Darren? What? Yeah. Okay. Get in, I'll take you a little bit da- longer down the hallway. Oh, okay. <coughs> Your first time hanging with Darren? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wh- who are you? I'm Uncle Timmy. <laughs> Whoa. Uncle Timmy is played by Kadeem Hardison. Oh. <laughs> 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 Just a little bit further. Okay. Ah, the candy and video games. I tell you what, it's going to be a great time once oh. you get in there. Whoa, thanks, thanks. <laughs> Clink. <laughs> we cut to another, uh, just a regular old house uh, uh, somewhere in Arkansas. Uh, <clears throat> oh, hey, cousin. Oh, hey. You probably, <clears throat> your mom probably told you that my name was Kyle. Yeah, Kyle, right? That I'm your cousin Kyle. Yeah, you know, cousin Kyle. Call me Uncle Timmy. <laughs> Uncle Timmy? Yep. Mm-hmm. From the movie Spooky Hall. Oh, wow. What? Never heard of it, but I know it was a great... It was an Oscar-winning movie. It definitely was, yeah. It definitely was, but yeah. Just call me Uncle Timmy from now on. Cool? Will you, please? I, call I mean, me Uncle Timmy? Okay, Uncle... I mean, I've great. never met you. If that's what you say to call you, I'll call Call me Uncle Timmy. Okay. Kyle out the window, Uncle Timmy Spooky entered Hall. the house. Yep. Uncle Timmy. Great. Is that what does he do that Aloha thing a lot? You did that Aloha thing with your hand. Yeah, in the movie Kadeem. Uh, yeah, they, in the movie they acted. Yep, they actually did that. <laughs> so that's how Spooky Timmy was played. You don't know anything, do you? What? Did you, what? You don't know anything, do you, noob? I, I mean, you're my older cousin. I mean, if there's anything you have to teach me, I'm definitely would love to be enlightened. Okay, I'll teach you some stuff. Grab a cookie. 
Uh, I mean, can I take the plastic? No, <laughs> Uncle Timmy eats a plastic aunt. <laughs> he serves him a cup of milk and a diaphragm. <laughs> what is that thing? Cool cup. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Thank you so much for being on yeah. the Meat Improv. Thanks, guys. That was so great. A little hip-hop penguin reunion. Yeah. Uh, let's go around. Uh, um, you can catch uh, Jacob Womack on the Dragons. We've had some Dragons on recently yeah. as well. Um, not used to be on Mondays or Thursdays or Fridays. Um, Renee on um, JV. If there's mm-hmm. anything else you want to plug, Friday. now's the time. Uh, JV's Friday nights at 11 at UCB Franklin. In, a, in Los Angeles, yes. In Los Angeles, California. At Womack Attack on uh, Instagram, mm-hmm. amongst mm-hmm. others. Um, Twitter at Womack Attack on uh, <laughs> Snapchat. We, we share an account under we my share name. An account. <laughs> um, yeah, my name. Great. Great. <laughs> um, Thanks for having us. That was yeah. a blast. You got it, man. Uh, how about, uh, we're gross with Gilly. The third Thursday of the month, uh, UCB Franklin, nine thirty. Awesome. I'm at Mr. Josh Simpson on Twitter. You can check out Kitty Cat Williams on the UCB show season two on CISO. Um, also, uh, the Meat Improv is on Twitter and Facebook now. Yeah. Uh, look us up for all the latest news. Oh, Jesus. Um, you can go to Amazon uh, or at boardwalkaudio.com slash the meat. If you're shopping on Amazon, click the button on our website that says support our artist. Shop as usual. We get a kickback. We're going to use it to go on tour, which we've been talking about forever. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you to State, for, State Bird for doing our music. We'll see you next time on the Meat! The Meat! The Meat. Improv. This has been a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.